0: Hello and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan, Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman, brought to you by Andy Wells, your Realtor in the Greater Baton Rouge area. Call or text Andy Wells at. 225 772 6000. You'll hear from Andy in just a couple of minutes. Trey and TK are going to have some hot takes for you today. Strong takes. We're going to talk a little bit about LSU football and their football school that's going on now. We'll explain. Trey and I have a lot of stuff on the NBA for you. It's all here on Sports Takes, or today we could call it Hot Takes. You don't want to miss this. You do want to share it with your friends. Hey, I'm happy to connect with you on social media. Please feel free to do that. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, a YouTube channel. I'm the oldest dude on TikTok. Talking Sports with TK. Check it out. Let's hear a message from Andy Wells. He'll tell you how to reach him for any and all of your real estate needs. And then we'll be back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman for Sports Takes right here on Talking Sports with TK. I'm Tommy Chrysan. Stay tuned.
1: This is Andy Wells with Killer Williams First Choice Realty, and I want to be your real estate guy. Call or text me today for any and all of your real estate needs. Are you on the fence about selling your house? I have seven amazing reasons why you should have it on the market right now. I'd love to share that with you. So call or text me today at 225-772-6000. That's 225-772-6000. Once again, this is Andy Wells, and I want to be your real estate guy. 225-772-6000. That's 225-772-6000
0: continue with talking sports with TK. I'm Tommy Chrysan and about to be joined by Trey Blossman for this week's episode. Of sports takes a lot of ground to cover. We're going to have some fun. Please share this podcast with all of your friends and thank you for listening to it. Trey
1: Blossman, good
0: afternoon. How
1: are you doing? Tommy, doing great. Beautiful day after all the wet rain we had the last few weeks. Uh, When the sun first came out, I I wasn't happy to see it. I was used to the cloudiness, but uh, I took a drive up to Bogalusa today. Beautiful day. Just uh, happy to be here, man. I
0: hear you. Now, I want to start off quickly with some LSU football notes. They started uh, Monday morning this week with football school, uh, some conditioning, some training. And what's cool about it, whatever they're doing, is they can do it in person, 99% 99% of the pandemic guidelines and restrictions have been erased. And this is something they couldn't do last year. No team could do it. It wasn't unique to LSU. I think this is a big plus, especially with some new offensive coordinators and offensive coaches, new defensive coordinator. You got some guys from the transfer portal. I think this is really good for this LSU football team, and certainly we'll keep an eye on them as we go forward and get ready for fall camp in August. But I'll say this, even though we're at the end of the May, I think this is going to be a much better LSU football team than what we saw last year, and I'll say it here in late May, they will contend for the SEC West title.
1: I totally agree, Tommy. You know, last year, without the regular spring and fall camps, uh, it was a perfect storm for LSU to fall on their face. They lost the most productive quarterback they've ever had the most productive wide receiver they ever had, a really good running back who looked like he might be the NFL rookie of the year until he got hurt, started the season with a bang, Uh, lost numerous defensive linemen. Uh, it, It just was a perfect storm to be coming off of that high and not have to put in the hard work. Coaching staff probably could have got them motivated a little bit more had they worked hard in the spring and in fall camp, but they didn't. So they rode on their coattails with big heads into the season and lost that first game in blowout fashion to Mississippi state. Uh, then the loss inexplicably couldn't score at the goal line against Missouri and they were in a tailspin. Thankfully, they dug out of that tailspin, put together a little winning streak to close the season, and didn't finish under five hundred. Uh, I totally agree that this year will be much, much better. Uh, I do fully expect them to contend for the West title. I I don't see how this team loses more than two games to be unless there's major well, injuries. I, I feel very good about this team moving forward, Tommy, with either of those quarterbacks. And here's another
0: key factor, okay? And, and we learned more about it once the season went on and ended last year, and I'll be kind the way I say this. Some social justice issues affected the locker room and the chemistry of this team with some stuff on campus and Ed Ogeron, and there were some things that made some people uneasy. All of that's been corrected. I think that's a huge plus. The other reason why I think they're going to do well and contend in the sec west is i'm not trying to say alabama is going to be bad but they're, they're reloading a lot of key positions auburn's got a new coach AM lost their quarterback you know old miss eh, they're they coming but i don't know if they're there yet mississippi state eh, you know they got a few issues so you know in the west i think they're going to contend because i think they're going to bounce back they're not going to be as good as the team in 2019 was i don't think However, I think they're going to bounce back significantly. Getting Mike Jones from Clemson, getting Major Burns from Georgia. That's two guys that have been there, done that. And that only adds to the depth of an already talented football team. Get some of them other things all cleaned up and put your nose down. And I think they also feel a sense of motivation in, we got to bounce back. We got to show them that last year was just a big hiccup due to a long list of reasons go back to being LSU football. Maybe not the most prolific team in the country like they were in 2019, but they're going to contend for the West and could very well win the f c c That's my two cents worth at the end of May.
1: Tommy, another big item, I think, because he's a playmaker and I think he's poised to have a big season, Micah Baskerville is back with the team.
0: Yeah, and, and there's some other, you know, they got a lot of offensive linemen back, and we're going to get into them more. Media days will be in July. Uh, you know, for all the SEC football teams and, of course, here on Sports Takes and with some other podcasts, we'll be diving into all that good stuff. All right, Trey Blossman here on Sports Takes. The NBA playoffs are full speed ahead. You're paying more attention to it than I. Therefore, you got the floor, sir.
1: Well, Tommy, I've watched. Parts, if not most or all, of every game. Of course, last night there were two games on opposite one another, and I was flipping back and forth. And when I do that, I record them both in case I flip and the score has changed dramatically since I last tuned in. I can back it up and see what happened. I'm talking about the Lakers and Clippers games last night, both on starting within 30 minutes of one another. Uh, Chris Paul was injured in the first quarter of game one, Lakers versus Suns. He's got a shoulder injury. He came back and played some in game one. He played limited time last night. Very little time. I think under seven minutes in the second half, his injury obviously has hurt the Suns, who won game one. They lost game two last night by seven points. one hundred nine, one hundred two. They had carved down a pretty big lead down to, I think one or two points at one time and just uh, the ending final minute didn't go well for him that series is tied 1-1 whatever happens whatever the outcome in that series i sure hope chris paul is able to come back and contribute to the suns team he made them a much better team this year than they were last year and uh, uh you know i obviously don't like the lakers i want them to lose and i sure don't want them to win because a team's one of the team's top two players got hurt. So I'm pulling for Chris Paul to get back into that series and make a series of it uh, moving forward. Tonight, there's an interesting game. The Jazz, the one seed in the West, were beaten pretty handily at home by Memphis in game one. The eighth seed, who wouldn't have been in the playoffs if not for the play-in games, they had the ninth best record in the West. They were able to get Golden State on that game two nights after Golden State and LA Lakers had gone into overtime in what was a brilliant game and one of the highlights of the postseason at this point in the NBA. what Donovan Mitchell had been out since April 16th for the Jazz. He was medically cleared to play in game one. Surprisingly, the team decided to sit him. He was not happy at all. Uh So unhappy that there's some speculation that this may be his last season in Utah. I don't believe that. He will play tonight. The Jazz need a win. I think they'll get it to even that series. But that should be a very interesting game tonight. I think it's at 9 o'clock. I mentioned that that playoff game between the Lakers and Golden State was one of the best things in the postseason. But the best thing about the playoffs so far, Tommy, is Dallas going up 2-0 versus the L.A. Clippers. I don't know if you or listeners are aware, the Clippers lost in their final two games to the Houston Rockets and the Oklahoma City Thunder. That is no easy feat, Tommy. In games against teams other than the L.A. Clippers, after April 1st, Houston was 2-21. and 21. Oklahoma City was 1-23. and So two teams that were a combined 3-44 and against teams not the Clippers both beat the Clippers in the final two games of the season because the Clippers didn't want any part of a possible early matchup with the Lakers. They chose Dallas. They threw those games, like I said, no easy feat, to get Dallas. Dallas goes into Staples Center and beats them pretty easily in each of the first two games. Hats off for Dallas, and shame on the Clippers, Tommy. Shame on those guys. They, they deserve to get swept in this series and get knocked out and humiliated for the way they threw those games down the stretch. Right.
0: I'm
1: floored that they did that. Three and 44. And you're a top seed in the West, and you can't beat either one of those teams. Or, or you won't beat either one of those teams. And believe me, those teams were not trying to win. They were trying to lose. Uh, and an- Another thing about the NBA playoffs, Tommy. Uh, <clears throat> this is also, a, I guess it's a good thing, because neither one of us like him. But LeBron James was poked in the eye in the playing game against Golden State uh late in that game he came back to hit an amazing three-point shot for the win claimed he couldn't see uh but you d- did you see this important note Tommy LeBron James laid on the court after getting poked in the eye longer than Joe Burrow laid on the field after having his knee destroyed
0: Yeah I saw that and you know <laughs> we we both know it I LeBron James he's one of the greatest basketball players ever an incredible athlete who has accomplished a a ton of things and probably will accomplish some more things on the basketball floor off of the floor. He's a narcissistic, pompous ass clown. And, you know, he just continues to embarrass the league, the, the the sport of professional basketball, uh, the Lakers. He just continues to embarrass him every chance he gets other than when he's trying to score a winning bucket or he's coming up with a steal or, you know, he's helping his team win. That's what people care about with LeBron. Play basketball, help your team win, see how far you can go. They don't care about all the other stuff. He doesn't realize that. Less than 10 people care about what LeBron thinks.
1: (laughs) And that number is decreasing every day, Tommy. Yeah, it could could be down to eight now, you know. Yeah. Did you see where... Chris Steps Porzingis was fined $50,000 for attending a nightclub the other night. LeBron James attended a promotional function for a tequila brand, which he owns a portion of. No fine whatsoever. NBA is so incredibly hypocritical. And Charles Barkley said the NBA, quote, doesn't have the balls to find LeBron James.
0: The NBA should move to China, and we don't have to fool with them no more. That's what they want to do. That's what they should do. Barkley was 100% correct. The league is so hypocritical that it's not even funny. They're embarrassing, and their credibility is bottoming out more and more each day.
1: Well, Tommy, if their TV ratings continue to sink, they may have to move to China, The final round of the PGA Championship on Sunday drew 6.6 million viewers. That's up from 5.2 in 2020, up from 5.0 in 2019. Now, granted, Phil Mickelson being in the league, you have to, and you know more about this than me, but that had to increase viewership. People know Phil's in the lead on Sunday. I'm going to tune in. But still, their viewership, increased from 2019 to 2020, and then soared this year with Phil in the lead. They had 50% more viewers than any NBA playoff game. NBA playoffs are heavily promoted. ABC, ESPN, TNT, all over it. It dominates the sports scene on social media at this time of the year. But the NBA can't draw near what the pga can that's an embarrassment for the nba and it's further testament to what you said they need to shut up and play basketball get the social justice crap out of the locker rooms off of the court and off of the television broadcast the majority of people in this country know that the whole reason for being for blm is based on lies and that the chance of a black man being killed by a cop are so ridiculously small compared to a black man being killed by another black man, which nobody wants to talk about. They won't address that issue whatsoever. Uh, The NBA has damaged themselves. I watch. I enjoy the sport. I hate the politics. There's nights I've tuned out or turned the volume down because the announcer started talking that crap. How can they not be smart enough to know that it's poison for them. Are they that pompous? Are they that arrogant? Do they make so much money they don't care? The owners I think of these a- teams are smart men, Tommy. They didn't get to be rich enough to own NBA teams by accident, but yet they continue to be led in a very horrible direction by dangerous people.
0: Yeah, well, I think it's a combination of all the things that you said that is leading to their significant demise. Amazing story with Phil Mickelson winning the PGA Championship. We can talk about that another day. But, I mean, it just the the NBA continues, the glitter continues to come off what was once a proud and popular league. Trey Blossman, any closing comments as we wrap this up?
1: No, Tommy, just uh, go Mavericks. Destroy those Clippers. Get those jokers
0: (laughs) out of there. (laughs) All right, man. Hey, lots of fun, as always, with Sports Takes. We want people to share this with all your friends, because today
1: it could almost be called Hot Takes. But, Trey Blossman, you have a good week, and enjoy the Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, you too, Tommy. Let's not forget why we celebrate that weekend. It's not about the veterans.
0: We'll <laughs> be